0: Hey, family, it's Pastor Travis, and I am so excited about this week's message. Listen, you need to turn up your phone, your car, however you're listening, because it's about to go down. I pray today you are inspired and that your faith is increased. If you want to partner with the awesome vision of Forward City Church, go now to forwardcity.tv slash give to get involved. Hey, I love you. Remember, your past is gone, your future is waiting, so prepare to move forward. Samuel 16, you don't have to turn there, but the Bible says, just keep going, Sam. You got you got me feeling all right. The Bible says that Jesse has this party because Samuel comes to the house. And everybody's invited but David. And the Bible says they go, and he's like, Samuel's like, I know I'm not wrong. God told me to come here. I know I'm not wrong about this God told me to come here but it doesn't look like what he showed me where something's missing from the place that God sent me so he questions Jesse he says is there another one see if he didn't ask that he could have missed the move of God don't be discouraged when you show up and it don't look right keep asking man. He said, do you have another one? He said, yeah, I got a son, but surely he's not the one. And they they bring David and I love this part. I love this part. I'm taking my time here. It really has nothing to do with what I'm preaching about, but it's very good and you need to know it. Now when David shows up, Samuel says something so powerful. One of my favorite verses in the Bible. He says, we will not sit until he comes. In other words I won't allow you to become comfortable until the real thing shows up there are people uncomfortable waiting for you to show up don't be discouraged when you look on Instagram and see people at the party They're uncomfortable waiting on you. Don't be discouraged when somebody else gets the promotion and you're like, well, I thought it was my... They're uncomfortably waiting on you. His brothers had to stand until he arrived. Why? Because the place was not prepared for the brothers. It was prepared. Joseph, they took his coat, but they couldn't take his prepared place. There was still promise attached to him. Adam shows up to a prepared place and watch the Bible. He has no clue. Or God's taking him. And God speaks to him in this prepared place and God gives Adam a command. And it's actually a command of freedom. He tells him this. In verse 16, the Lord God commanded the man, "You are free. You are free. You are free to eat from any tree in the garden. Don't miss the first three words first three words are powerful he says you're free to eat from any tree in the garden but the first three words something you can't skip you are free this is important because if it's one thing the enemy wants to convince you he wants to convince you that God didn't mean what he said when he called you free so God says, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. Watch this, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. And you know the story. Thanks, you know the story. Adam he allows his wife to pick out the restaurant, and they go and eat, and both of them get food poisoning. And they show up, and they eat this thing, and the rest is history. And we all are in trouble because of this Fall. I was wondering, how was the fall even possible? You ready for this? The fall was possible because the enemy convinced them that God wasn't honest. <laughs> the enemy speaks to him. Genesis 3, 4, he says, you will certainly die. You, will, you won't certainly die. You're not, <laughs> no, man, God wasn't telling the truth. You're not going to die. And because Eve believed this, she and Adam discounted the first words you are free isn't it funny that they fixed their eyes on the only limitation they had and missed the abundance around them and the servant his only bait was getting them to forget their freedom to think about what they were missing so you won't die God's just trying to he's trying to keep something from you you know you'll be like him he's trying to Have the enemy ever tempted you with something that he, God's just trying to keep that from you. Nothing, nothing's really going to happen to you. God's just trying to keep that from you. And they take the bait and they're caught by sin. And the only freedom for sin is for it to be paid for. And the only payment that satisfies the debt is death. It's death. So Romans five twelve says this. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way, death came to all people, because all sinned. So, Genesis 22 is one, another story I love. Abraham, I'm going to say this really quickly, Abraham takes his son up the mountain, Isaac, to sacrifice him, and, and they're going up there, and, and Isaac says, hey man, I, I see the fire, I see the wood, he says, but where's the sacrifice? And 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 Abraham tells him something very interesting. It's really a, a prophecy. He says, he says, hey man, God will provide for himself a lamb. God will provide for himself. Do you know that God provides for himself? He just used you in between. God will provide. <laughs> it's not just that God anoints a man, God anoints a plan. So God will provide for himself a lamb. And they get to the mountain and the Bible says "Around." ram. Shows up, and is caught in the thicket. Well, did God lie? No, God cannot lie. It was a prophecy. What Abraham saw, he didn't even know he saw it, was that not a lamb was coming right then. He saw a substitute coming, but it wasn't the lamb yet. The lamb wouldn't show up until John 1, when John the Baptist calls his cousin out and says, here comes the lamb of God who was sacrificed, who was slain even before the the foundations of the world. And so a ram's head is caught in the thorns. Thousands of years later, the lamb's head would be crowned in thorns. He was the real sacrifice. He was the real substitute. He wasn't a temporary sacrifice. And so what Jesus did, I know this is basic Sunday school, but you got to know this before we can really embrace anything that God wants to do in this revival. What Jesus did, say this with me, was once and for all. You you can't just say it. You got to believe it. And if you believe it, then it will keep you away from a place. Called condemnation. <laughs> Tell somebody it's paid for. It's paid for. It's paid for. So Romans five eighteen says this. Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, do you see that? One trespass, man. If you don't get off that property, quit trespassing. One trespass now resulted in condemnation for all people so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people i'd like to just take a moment and illuminate by the power of the holy spirit this word that's really been wrecking me all day called condemnation condemnation is a place condemnation it is the nation of the condemned condemnation there are so many believers, blood-bought, spirit-filled believers who live in the place of condemnation, who literally pledge their allegiance, pay homage to the land of condemnation. If the enemy wants to keep you out of purpose, he will convince you to remain in this nation. Don't let the postcards fool you. Don't, don't let the commercials fool you. Apart from the beach and the palm trees, this place... There's nowhere you want to live. I traveled to many different countries, man, throughout the world, and there's so many countries that are so beautiful on the Internet. <laughs> there are places even my wife is going on vacation, and you have to ride through the real country to get to the postcard. The reality is that the people who are residents there, citizens there, live a totally different life than the tourists nation. I went to one country, um, South Africa, which is is beautiful. I cannot wait to return. It is literally breathtaking. I'm talking about this place. I was so mad my wife weren't with me. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. The only problem with South Africa, I got one problem. I know you're watching. Joe Berg, I got one problem with you. They do not play around with letting people up in that country without the right credentials. You're not... You can go, you, there's other countries you can slip in, smile. You Travis, come on in. South Africa, they don't care who you are. If your paperwork ain't right, you're not coming in that country. And our band, we got, we got uh, international bands. So we literally have people uh, on my travel band from literally all over the world. And so um, one guy. He has dual citizenship. And we get there and we're trying to pass through and they're literally holding him up. They're like, No man, you're not coming in this country. I was they held hold us up for like an hour. We're tired. We just flew from one show all night to South Africa. We're tired. We're like, man, just let the man in. He like, you're not coming in this country. And it's a lot like America. America is the same way I know for people who are not from here who come here. It's really hard to get into the country. The one cool thing about condemnation. Is that it's easy to get into? <laughs> the enemy make it so easy. There's no security screenings. You don't need a passport. You can just waltz in there. you once in a way from really just making a residence there. It's so easy to get in. It's so easy to stay in. As a matter of fact, if you really want to enjoy what this, this nation has to offer, the best way to get the best things out of condemnation is to forget who you are and where you're from. I've been on some cruises before, man. It was like, yo, this is the life. We got butlers. This thing is, man, I don't want to go back home. I'm having a time of my life. And that is how the enemy will get you psyched up in condemnation. You'll be there. And as long as you forget where you are from, here it is, as long as you forget who you are a citizen of, where your rightful residence is, you become stuck in that place. I've been to condemnation before. Hey, can I be honest? I've been to condemnation as a pastor. Because <laughs> many of us sitting up here, we're a little self-righteous, and we think that the place of condemnation is only for people who wilding out on sin. No, 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 no. I know some prophets who are addicted to pornography and live in condemnation. I know some worship leaders and singers and artists that can call heaven down but they got a timeshare in Condemnation. (laughs) I know people who love God with all their hearts, man, who can pray us through a wall, but they often visit Condemnation. For many of us, it's a familiar place. It kind of reminds me of Bergen Town on Trolls. Everybody's just, moving, moving fast. No one's in a rush. No one's in a rush in the place of condemnation. No one's in a rush because, here it is, whenever you decide to sleep there, you're putting your purpose on hold. You are literally putting your true identity in prison. The enemy, Adam and Eve, don't want you to know that you are free. So Paul writes in Romans 8, 1, there is no condemnation. Do you want to know something when he's writing this in Romans? He's writing to the church in Romans. So he's telling us. Stay out of condemnation. The context is this. Therefore, there is now no condemnation. You need to read all of chapter 7 because he's talking about his battle between flesh and spirit. And his response to that is this verse, verse 1. There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Here it is. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. I'm about to break this thing, I'm about to break, I'm about to break this thing all the way down, <laughs> because I want you to really understand what Paul is saying. Paul is giving us some deep stuff that on surface level, you would be like, la, 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 la. But this is really deep, because what he's saying, let me, let me get this wall, let me get this wall, because I need to show you this, I need to show you this. Paul is really breaking down the purpose of the law. You know, the law has purpose. The law has purpose. God didn't just, you know, create this stuff for nothing. The law has purpose. The Mosaic law has purpose. There's a purpose behind it. And so one of the most, do you know why Jesus was killed? Because his actions weren't quite lining up with their expectations. That's why he was killed. Do you know who killed him? Religious people. Cause they said, why are you messing with my law? The law was established. I'm just gonna break it down for you cause I want you to get this. As a wall to keep us out of that nation. So a wall was built, Trump. However, because sin and rebellion easily grants such access in. You were free. You, <laughs> you were, you, do you remember the younger version of you? You were innocent. Yeah. You believed God. Yeah. You believed things were possible. When I grew up, I am playing the NBA and you stopped growing, and you was like, ah, not gonna play in the NBA no more. When I grew up, I'm gonna do, you were free. You, were, you thought that you were gonna marry Prince Charming. You thought you were gonna marry a beautiful, God-fearing woman. You were free. And then, <laughs> life happened. And you found yourself in a land That you were never called to. Here's the thing you got to understand about. The nation of the condemned. Is that it's easy to get in. But it's almost impossible. Without Jesus to get out. Excuse me. It is impossible. So the wall. I mean the law. Was established. To keep us. Out of a place so that we would be right with God, but because of our human nature, Israelites, we felt ourselves in a land wilderness that we weren't ever called to stay. And because of the cycle of our sin, now we have become citizens of a place where we're only supposed to pass through. And the law was impossible to break through so now you're stuck this is the danger of religion because you can shout all you want to but when you slip you're not strong enough to get back you're not righteous enough to get back you not you know not in, in yourself on your own no, 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 no. Without blood, it is impossible to get out of the stuck place that sin takes you. But through Jesus, the tables have turned. Through Jesus, the wall was established to keep us out. But now, the law exists. To keep us The law was fulfilled, excuse me, to now get us on the other side. So Jesus fulfills the law and grants us access. Do me a favor tell somebody, access granted. Jesus fulfills the law and grants us access back into a place of righteousness that's only through him. Christ made it easy for us to get back. So now, this is what I had to learn, and this is scandalous. This is not fair. This makes no sense. And if you're religious, you don't like this. Because parts of me don't like this. How is it that now I can easily get over here, but easily get back? I don't, I don't like that. It bothers me when I live right and I see people do what they want to and just easily you just, you just, how is, how is it, how is it possible that I just saw you do that? And now you back. Jesus says, here's why. Because what I did, what I did was once and for all, watch this. And if it wasn't strong enough for them to get back and forth, it's not strong enough for you. This is this is why grace is unfair until you need it. (laughs) So Jesus tears the veil, fulfills the law, and the Bible says he said, "I didn't come to destroy it; I came to fulfill it." In other words, oh man, this is why he says, "I am the way." Read the Bible. He says, "I'm the door." So there's still a law, there's still right and wrong, but now you have access back and forth. In other words, when you sin, not, not, not if you sin, when you sin, you have a passport with an identity called grace. It is your access. Man. it? Is. <laughs> it is your access. The Bible says this. The Bible says, Paul, Paul, is this okay? I know I'm not like doing the traditional hard preaching, but if I need us to understand our rightful place so that we can receive what God wants from us this week. The Bible says Paul and Silas are beat in Philippi by Roman authorities. And then they show their passport and the same people who beat them are now nervous because he says "Y'all, you're not allowed to do that to me because I'm a citizen of Rome and I say wait a minute we didn't we didn't we didn't know did you know that border control backs up when you show them grace Will you show them your new name? Will you show them your real identity? Will you let them know what kingdom you actually belong to? There is not a bouncer. There is not a demon. There is not a guard that can keep you out of your rightful place of righteousness. Because we are the righteousness of God. Say that. I am the righteousness of God. And I felt this is important to share because someone listening... Maybe bound, or you've been bound for months or even years to a place that has no jurisdiction or authority over you. To a place that you don't belong. You don't belong to the condemned. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Say it again, I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. Out of here. And so here it is. I'm almost done. The enemy desires nothing more than for you to be full of purpose and promise and surrender, surrender, not surrender, surrender your life to a place of wandering. That's all that grants you. Is anybody going to be real enough to say, yeah, man, I done did some stuff in my life and I found myself where I wasn't supposed to be. Isn't it funny that in the condemned place, you're only wandering? You're not really progressing as a You're just wandering. You, you got this law and now you're wandering. You're on the other side and you can't get through and you're just wandering. This is what happened to them and they spend 40 years setting up camp and just surviving in a state of condemnation. Notice the instruction to them in the beginning of Exodus. The Bible says, God told Moses, hey, go tell Pharaoh to let my people go so they may worship me. They were supposed to be freed for purpose, but instead, they get free only to be bound again. I said, let them go. I want to take a moment and declare freedom over the people of God. People who love God are bound by condemnation. God says over you, let my people go. So Paul writes this. Paul writes this. This is where it all kind of came together when I saw this. He writes in Galatians 5.1, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened entangled again by yoke of slavery listen how do I remain enslaved this is all Paul really preached about what I'm telling you how do I remain enslaved I remain enslaved by living in condemnation so Paul, Paul breaks it down to the church in the wild, aka the Corinthians and he writes this he writes this in second Corinthians 5 14 got to get this write this down he says for Christ's love compels us or draws us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died he, say it again and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again verse 17 therefore if anyone is in Christ the new creation has come the old is gone and the new is here this is what he said Because Christ died an undeserving death, now we get to serve him because it served as my deserved death. In other words, he became my substitution. So no chain that keeps me in the place of the condemned can hold me any longer because the only payment... For the sin of death, the death of sin is death. Jesus pays it for me. In other words, he takes the death that I deserve. And this grants me my access out of a place that I have no business in. The reality is you'll miss the move of God if you remain out of place. The reality is people attached to you will suffer if you remain out of place. And there's so many people who worship in here but live bound outside of the presence of God because the enemy convinced you, Adam and Eve, that you're not actually free. And so I believe the Lord wanted to start this whole thing off with this because I was praying and I felt him wanting me to share this. We often speak about birthday stuff, right? I was praying that over even our volunteers recently about how God's going to use you to birth some things. You're going to birth new things. You're going to birth new things. But revival is not just about us birthing things. Revival is about the real version of us being birthed. In Romans 8, 19 says this. Creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. It says this, that the earth is groaning with labor pains. In other words the earth is crying for the real you to be exposed for the real you to be revealed for the free version of you to come out but as long as you remain in a place of condemnation you'll never live in the freedom that you know that was really that was really one of the saddest parts of Adam and Eve's fall It's not just a result of death. It's it's the fact that Adam immediately became convinced that he was undeserving of access to God. So God says, Adam, where are you? Who told you that you belong there? Even in your sin, who told you? Who told you I don't want to be with you? Who told you you weren't good enough for my presence? Who told you that I still wasn't in love with you? Who told you you didn't have value? Who told you that I don't love you? And the earth is crying out for that version of us. Say it again, it's time to come out. Out of darkness, out of hiding, out of deception, out of denial, out of depression, out of bondage. It is time to come out of condemnation. I, I, man, I'm telling you, man. I believe that after tonight you're going to reintroduce yourself. Yo, this is a real thing. It ain't hype, but it's real. So many of us lived condemned. We live condemned. And we haven't even been progressing in our calling because we live condemned. And I was careful in praying through this, like, God, I'm not trying to give people a permission or a past to, you know, sin, like, you know, shall we sin? You know, Paul's like, no, man, you ain't supposed to just use it as, you know, you're supposed to receive that freedom and, and as a reflection of that freedom, you know, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. And God told me this. He says, Travis, I didn't, I didn't call you to worry about people abusing it. I called you to just announce that my grace is available. There's a pastor watching. I want you to get this, man. It's not our responsibility to try to hold people over here. It's our responsibility to let them know that the wall of the law is open. That you might slip up and watch this one night, but baby girl, you can come back. You might might cheat on your wife. But homeboy, you can come back. You might fall back into drugs and alcoholism, but you can't come back. God says, my grace is sufficient. When he hung on the cross, he did it to grant us access. God says, I'm tired of seeing my children bound by the law. I'm tired of seeing my children march around the wilderness with their head down. He says, I'm looking for somebody that'll grant access back into the place of freedom. Jesus spoke up and said send me I'll go he said I'll go into the earth I'll become a man I'll be birthed to a virgin just to give my brother just to give my sister I'll do it daddy I'll do it God took himself and wrapped himself in flesh and came to give us he was torn open so the wall could be torn open his body was was ripped so the wall could be torn open his flesh was ripped so the wall nothing, not death, not life, not angels, not demons, not things present, not things to come. There is nothing that can separate me from the love of God, from the grace of God. It is my rightful place. I belong here. It is for freedom. It is for freedom that Christ has set me it's time to come forth somebody's waiting on my freedom it's time to come forth my last point it is a birthing condemnation hear me this is just the Bible Condemnation can only grant you, hear me, death. He says, I've come that you may have life and life more abundantly. I've granted you access. The only thing you can reap over there behind the law is death. So this is what he did. What was a tomb became a womb Nicodemus said hey man how do I get over there Jesus said it's only one way you must be born again in other words (laughs) he says, what you have to do is be birthed all over again that's why he says if any man be in Christ he's a new creature watch the Bible I thought it was more than just irony that Moses' generation died here. What was a graveyard for Moses' generation was a birthing place for Joshua's generation. Did you hear what I just said? There was a generation that came behind Joshua, hear me, that never experienced slavery in their life. There was a generation behind Joshua and Caleb that never experienced slavery in their life. Lift your hands. Your children will never experience what you had to go through. Your children are going to be birthed in a free place. Your seed will be birthed in a free place. What, was the, what I had to die to? My children are going to walk life and prosperity and joy by weeping uh, I sowed in tears so they can reap in joy. There is a Joshua generation that is rising up that would take the rightful place from tombs to wounds, from death to life. It's coming forth. I need you to bless God like you know it's your birthday. 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 Come forth. He called you by name. He called you by name. Lazarus. 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 Lazarus.
1: Lazarus. Come forth. Come forth. Jackie. Jackie. Come forth. Come forth. Anthony. Anthony. You've been over there too long. You've been over there too long. Come forth. North, come forth. Teachers, come forth. Man, come forth. Nigeria, come forth. Canada, come forth. California, come forth. It's your birthday walk out. I'm coming up new There is no condemnation. There is no
0: condemnation. There is no condemnation. I'm free from that free from what had me up I'm free from the shame that had me. I'm free, I'm free. I'm free, I'm free. That's not my testimony. That's no longer my story. I got a new passport. And it's grace. It's grace. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. That a wretch like me. it. I love going out to eat with some of my baller friends. I don't ever make the assumption, but it always feels good when I'm trying to pay for something. They're like, bro, I got it. How dumb would it be for me to give a credit card to a waiter who's already brought back the receipt stating the meal was paid for. When I live by religion and legalism, I'm trying to give heaven a credit card to pay for a bill. It's already paid for. If I pray every day, it's paid for. If I miss a week of prayer, it's paid for. If I'm faithful, it's paid for. When I'm rebellious, it's paid for. When I love God and you can see it, it's paid for. When I love God but I don't act like it, it's paid for.
1: When I'm smiling,
0: it's paid for. When I'm depressed, it's paid for. Already, I don't earn it. I receive it. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down. Fight till I'm found. It's going to go to condemnation and leave the 99. I don't deserve it. I couldn't earn it. But still, you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming. Never ending reckless love. of God. No shadow, you won't light up. Mountain, you won't climb up. You're coming after me. Hey, Law, I got news for you. No wall, you won't keep down. Lie you're not good enough. Out. That's a lie. Coming, coming after, after me. Oh. No. no
1: shadow, you won't light Mountain, you won't climb up, you're coming left me in my sin. No,
0: you won't kick down, you won't head down. You're coming after me. Lift your hands for a moment. This is for people who are watching and you love God, the enemy has convinced you that you're not enough. Before I came tonight, the Lord instructed me before I could preach this message that I had to do something. I had to right or wrong. No one in here even knows it except the person who I called. FaceTime one of my spiritual sons because I once told him that he had struck out. And I knew my intentions. I knew what I was saying. I was saying you, you struck out with me because I've given you so many chances. But God told me, even though you said that, that's not what he heard. Because as a father, he heard that he struck out with God. And God said, before you preach this message, right the wrong. FaceTime him. And I facetime him, and we wept together. And I repented. I said, it doesn't matter what I meant. My words have weight. I believe for the past few years, because of my response in a moment, you've had to fight from a place that don't belong to you. You're not condemned. Doesn't matter what you do. You're not condemned. You can't be. You can't live like that, man. That's why you feel like giving up because the enemy has convinced you. Or maybe the enemy has used somebody who didn't even know they were being used to tell you that condemnation was your home. God sent me tonight to let you know that's not where you belong. It is for freedom that Christ has set you. There's people, man, who love God and been loving them for 40 years. And you felt yourself in a cycle of sometimes I feel good enough and sometimes I feel man I'm unworthy cause I ain't call you based on just you being worthy I call you based on me being worthy. You, your worth could not get through the wall no one was able once the law was established no one was able to get through it so Jesus had to come. God had to come himself and right the wrong The Old Testament, is the New Testament concealed. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. And Jesus said, you missed the whole point. He FaceTimed us. He said, I knew what I meant in the law, but you heard it the wrong way. I wasn't telling you that you were supposed to live bound. I was trying to tell you that the only place of freedom is through me. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You can't produce away from me. But you don't have to get on the ground and tear your way back through. Not this and none of that. I'm old school. But you don't have to do that. You don't have to be over a trash can and say G G G G and throw up your way back through. I believe in deliverance. We cast out demons now. I believe in that stuff. But did you? most of the time you're only bound by the demon because you don't know freedom is accessible I remember my wife and I were young back in college and we would pray over people and be praying over them for 5-6 hours and I had a mentor that told me one time we were just casting out spirits the mentor said hey man like no offense but you you're wasting your time he said unless they receive the freedom that's already theirs they have to say from their mouth they want it. And there's so many of us don't even know that it's accessible. Listen, I ain't even, I'm not even talking about people who wild out. You too. I'm talking about church folks. I'm talking about people in this room who don't know that God loves you not based on your performance. Adam, I was still expecting our walk, even after you watched porn. I was still expecting our walk, even even when your mind went back to old places. I was still expecting our walk, even after you cursed them out and forgot. You know, you just went crazy. I, the next day, I was still expecting my walk. You thought I didn't want to walk with you because you sinned, even when where sin is grace abounds much more lift your hands we got to roll it's probably super late but this is tent revival (laughs) God says come back home daughter, son come back home it's not your identity that grants you access it's mine and I call you loved I am good you are loved so no matter what comes or goes one thing that you must know is that I am good what was Lydia and is is covered by the one who was you're covered. But you know what he's saying? He said, I covered it before you messed up. Hey, your freedom is a prepared place. That's what John meant. Here comes the lamb was slain before the law before the foundations of God had a thought I'm going to create a world I'm going to put man in it man going to mess up but I'm going to cover it before it happened Adam you don't think God knew covered by love what was
1: and is, is covered by the one. And is you're covered by love. Thank you you're covered, baby girl. You covered. And is it's not your performance. covered. Oh, by You were born covered. And you were thought of covered. covered by you think love God will call you without covering you? And is oh. Discovered by the one My grace was. is sufficient. Is my grace is sufficient.
0: When you're was. good, my grace is sufficient. Is when you're bad, my grace is sufficient. Oh, when you get it right, my grace is sufficient. My and grace is an access.
1: Amazing grace. Amazing. into God.
0: Then into one. my servant is dead move forward where God to a prepared place I've been wanting to take you there for 40 years but something had to die so that something could live freedom is yours we're leaving hey I did something in your heart. It's your moment. Don't miss your moment. Don't miss your moment. Don't miss your mo- You cannot strike out. Oh. Sin is no match for grace. The only way out of the nation of the condemned by Grace, not works. I never work, never work. Your words can get you in, but your words can't get you out. It's grace, it's grace. If you abuse it, it's still grace. the only one who can God looked for another there was no one else he's the only one Jesus was in the garden sounds familiar the second Adam was in the garden he said is there another way I knew I said I'd come, but this cup is—this is bitter. Can, you, can this cup pass? The Bible doesn't say that God responds. The Bible doesn't say the Father says anything. I could imagine the Father gave him a flash. If you don't drink this, people will stay behind the wall condemnation forever people who are love for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son now whosoever will believe in him shall not perish there but have everlasting life nevertheless not my will if this is how they can come over here, because I know what it's like to live sin-free. If this is the only way they could come over here, I've never experienced condemnation in my life. If this is the only, I've had 33 years of no condemnation. And if the only way they could come through is that I'm ripped open so that there's a doorway through the wall, so be it. The first Adam took us over there. second Adam brought us out. Never again let the enemy convince you that you're not free. If you receive this new life, please, 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 please please comment right now. There should be a number you can text right now. We'll respond to you ASAP. ASAP, I promise. Within seconds, we'll respond to you. Pray with you. You have a family that loves you who's for you. I love y'all. Only God can do what happened tonight. We give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to commit your life to Jesus, pray this simple prayer with me. God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins, and I believe that you got up so that I don't have to stay down. Come into my heart. Change me from the inside out. Now I am saved forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you prayed this prayer for the first time or if you rededicated your life, I am so very proud of you and you are not alone. Head over now to forwardcity.tv slash brand new. Remember that your past is gone, your future's waiting, so move forward. I love you.